Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Do you find yourself constantly working on your physique only to find no real results? Or are you officially fed up with your lack of progress in weight loss and weight gain programs? Then do I have a solution for you. Mecca Nutrition, build a better you. Choose from a variety of products including protein, carbohydrates, creatine, pre-workouts, vitamins, and more. Why choose Mecca Nutrition? Mecca Nutrition is a family-owned and operated sports nutrition store located in the heart of Bakersfield, California. Mecca's goal is to provide you, the customer, with the best customer service, nationally recognized products that you know are tried and true, and most of all, they have the best prices around. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to contact Mecca Nutrition via social media on Facebook and Instagram at Mecca Nutrition. You can email them or you can call the shop as well at 661-695-9061. Again, that's 661-695-9061. I've been using Mecca Nutrition products for over a year and a half now. And for someone with an extremely high metabolism, I can tell you that these products work. I gained nearly 25 pounds of muscle after using Mecca's select products in the protein and carb aisle with products such as Redcon 1 meal replacement protein and carbs, as well as Neil's hookups. So feel free to call the shop or email Mecca's general manager at Neil or Neil at MeccaNutritionStore.com. Rumor has it, if you mention Mecca Nutrition, you may come away with an added discount as well, but you didn't hear it from me. So go check it out if you want to transform your body and get into the best shape possible right now. Mecca Nutrition, build a better you. Welcome back to the Believe in GCU podcast. We have men's basketball manager, one of the managers here with us, the Ethan Cisneros. Ethan, how are we doing today? Would you eat for breakfast this morning? Or better yet, what did Coach Dan Marley eat for breakfast this morning? Because you know all the inside stuff. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had his little uh, cup of GCBC this morning. Not oh sure if he eats. I know he for sure gets a little cup of GCBC. What's he get? Oh. It's a good question. I don't know. You don't know? I just, no. Man, why, why do we have him on the show? Uh, I, I know. We should have asked someone else. Who are Bobby. the better managers that we could, we could contact? Bobby or Travis. Just kidding. Me. That's why I'm here. That's a good answer. And now that you're here in person, I apologize on episode 8 and 9. I want to apologize here in person for sleeping in. I don't know if I told you the full story, but I had an interview with a guy who lived in London. He's just making excuses. And I didn't know it at the time. He's like, does 10 a.m. work? I'm like, yeah, 10 a.m. works. But 10 a.m. to him was 3 a.m. to me, so I had to stay up till 3 a.m. to interview this guy. And by the time it was over, by the time it was over, by the time I was done talking to him, by the time I edited the podcast, it was like 6 a.m. So I'm like, all right, I'm not sleeping tonight. 
and around like 10.30, like we were going to do it at what, like 11 that day? The normal time, yeah. Yeah, the the normal time in the studio, Camelback Hall. And by, it was like 10.30, I decided to just lay in bed for a half hour before you guys showed up. (laughs) Next thing I knew, my roommate was waking me up at 2.30 p.m. I'm like, there's no way they're outside right now. And there's, maybe he forgot, maybe Kyle forgot. I had like 54 misread text messages. Yeah, I was here for all of those. So sorry. But you know what? It's not okay. Okay. I forgive you. I was a little disappointed, but we're here. So we okay. are here. It's all right. Today is December 3rd, 2019. Yes, it's a good day. Christmas right around the corner. This is our Christmas present. Another guest. Which means more listens. This one this one might break the Philip Katoff. Yeah, you have the benchmark. What was Phil's? Ooh, 60-something. All right. So we're going to set the bar at 65 yeah. or more. All right, bet. I got the average is around 40. Phil's at the bar at like 65. What now, Davis? You got big shoes to fill. Phil. Davis didn't get up that high, so it's okay. No, he did not. All right, well, hopefully. But he's a havoc. This is a manager. This is a step above. And Phil's Phil. <laughs> we get all the elite guests on this show. I'm above Phil. Are you? Yep. Oh, yeah? I guess he believes that. I believe it. Do you believe it? Here on the Believe, believe Podcast it. Network? I don't believe that. Ethan here on Believe in GCU. How was uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands? That sounds fun. Just the Virgin Islands part. Forget about basketball first. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what you guys did off the court. We uh, already know what happened on the court. Well, first of all, the beds there were the best beds I've ever slept in, in my whole life. Oh wow! And you wouldn't have known that if Ethan hadn't told us. So That's there's true. your inside That's scoop. True. There's the plug for the Virgin Islands. Yeah. The food was amazing at the hotel. What, what was the have? name of the hotel? The Ritz Carlton. So that Saint sounds Thomas. important. We only stay at nice hotels. That sounds what really was the food? What was on tap? There was a variety of things. They had a lot of pasta. Absolutely. Uh, they had some. They had some brisket that was actually really good for being in a hotel. Uh, I like brisket. All of their meat really was just so good and like juicy and like it was phenomenal. Got some steak, chicken. Their desserts were on par. Oh my gosh, the desserts were out the park. Breakfast, everything, all the meals were just great. Like we all had like three plates each because. Why not? It's so good. Exactly. Why not? It's free food. Now, when you're here, though, like we have home games, road games, wherever you're at, and obviously you're one of the managers, you eat with the team, right? Like well, you they're eat required what they... to feed them, yes. Okay. But you do get some of that food. Oh, yeah. That, that's that, that's a sweet dish because here we have Chick-fil-A, we have Subway. I know Kyle likes it. Love it's Chick-fil-A. garbage to me. You're like, garbage. They're fed like kings. Leave us, leave us a comment about your Chick-fil-A feelings and how Jack hates it. Jack. I guess we could talk about anything here on Believe in GCT or GCU. GCTV, I always say GCTV. Huh? But yeah, but we can talk about anything. It doesn't necessarily be, have to be about sports. So yeah, leave some comments. Chick-fil-A, no Chick-fil-A. I'm not a Subway guy. I call it Ubway. You have had Subway before. I have gone with this you. This I know. so quickly from how the Virgin Island was to talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> did you talk about food? That's on you. Back, back to how the Virgin Island yes. was. Yes, tell us. So we went Give on this little, speak. it was called the Catamaran Tour. So it was the fact this boat, you'd go on, you know, on top of the boat and hang out. Um, we went snorkeling and saw some stingrays, which was a trip because we were all like, mm, stay away. I don't want to be touched by you. And then it was called Turtle Cove, but we saw one turtle. That's why it was so turtle instead of turtles. It was singular. That's, yeah, it was that's plural. clever. That's clever. But they, they said that there was supposed to be more turtles than stingrays. Did but you that was see the, the bottom of the, the ocean or the, wherever you were? I mean, it was shallow. It wasn't. But was the water, like, super clear? The water was super clear, super blue. It was awesome. It's like a picture. Yeah, pretty much. Let's see. What else did we do? It's the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Else what time do? is money here, kid? I know. What else so did you we, do? Uh, 
some of you guys played cards. I learned a card game. Play cards? Play You're cards. in the Caribbean playing cards? Yeah, we were outside chilling in the sun playing cards. I mean, come on. That okay. doesn't get much more relaxing. Yeah, Jack. Shut up, Kyle. You weren't there. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. I was there in spirit. You know, it was funny. Actually, um, the pool was probably about 10 degrees colder than the ocean. Interesting. Interesting. Like, there was a like a really big difference. I went in the ocean, then I went in the pool, and I was like, oh my gosh, the pool is freezing right now. It's usually the other way around. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The ocean is usually freezing. Right. The pool's usually heating. Well, you would know up in New Jersey, then. Yeah. We were in the U.S. Virgin Islands, things are different over there. Yeah, it was 85 and sunny all week. Oh, humid, wow. I got 18 big. inches of snow. I did not. I got about an inch of rain. Well, it just started downpouring one night just out of nowhere. We just got 12 inches of snow yesterday, and there's a tree hanging over our driveway where our cars are, and it fell over and hit both of our cars. I got that text this morning. Oh, that's not good. That's hilarious. It is not hilarious. I think it's kind of funny. We'll see how they uh, do that. Sorry, Mr. and Mrs. O'Hare. Shout out. (laughs) Congratulations to us. Episode 10, we made it into the double digits. Look at us We didn't get canceled. We're still here. For now. We are still here. You're welcome. Uh, So, obviously, going into the final day, you guys are finished one and two in the tournament. You guys are 0-2 going into your final day. You're having fun off the court. What's the uh, vibe like when you guys are just hanging out, again, just in the pool, in the ocean, as opposed to, you know, like, on the court when things really aren't going your way? Like, is everybody relaxed when you guys are just hanging out, or is everybody still kind of, like, you know, kind of tense? There's kind of a mix of both. Definitely towards the beginning part of the day, after our film session, it was more tense, and, like, people were like, well, I don't want to sit on the beach. I want to try and fix basketball stuff. But I think, like, once the day went on, it was, like, people realized, like, okay, we're still, like, in the Virgin Islands. Like, we can take a couple hours to chill and kind of try and get our minds off of basketball just for a little bit. Just because, obviously, that trip's a whole business trip, but when things aren't going your way, I think it's better sometimes to take a step back and just be like, all right, let's just relax for a couple hours even just kind of chill so i think there was a a combination of both guys who were like super stressed about it and guys that were kind of like you know chill getting to decompress a little bit and not have to worry about go 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 for just a couple hours and then you go in with the expectation like let's say you start two and oh like oh great now we just get to hang out we don't really have to worry about anything you go and two, you win the final one against what was it, Illinois State, yeah. and uh, just you, you leave happy. It's a happy flight. That's home. a resume building win exactly. right there. Yeah, yeah, that was a. We definitely needed to come back with a win, um, especially after the first two games, which were interesting games. Now compared to last year's, how are you uh, rating this year on your scale? Rating our team overall. Just like the overall, yeah, obviously, like, this year it's been a slow start compared to previous seasons. How has it been just, like, the overall vibe in the locker room compared to last the last few seasons? I mean, I think there's, since we're, we haven't been off to the hot start, there's more of an urgency to try and get everything fixed and stuff like that. You know, like, guys want, obviously, to be better. So the locker room vibe is, you know, everyone's still positive, but we also have the mindset, like, we have to get stuff going and get stuff clicking. I think part of that also attributes to not having our full roster yet, you know, having to wait this whole semester and, you know, like, only have seven guys in the rotation right now because that's really all we have right now. So I think that attributes to, you know, on-the-court performance, how we don't have everybody, and then in practice we have everybody and maybe look a little sharper when the other pieces are plugged in during practice. As of right now, we don't have that. So I think a lot of it's just, like, just keeping the process going. Right. And, you know, keep making Trust it. Trust the process, exactly. Believe in the process. Believe. We <laughs> believe. We don't 
don't trust, we believe it to believe in GC podcast. So I think it's just a lot of, you know, making some, some building blocks so we can continue yeah. to. That's got to be frustrating in practicing everybody as like a cohesive unit. And you're like, man, this would be awesome if half these guys were eligible. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is awesome. I love exactly. practice as opposed to the games. So what's the deal with all that situation? If you can enlighten us. Only if you can. If you know anything. Yeah. I mean, right now. I mean, you're with them every day. Yeah. Right now, um, Mikey is going to be eligible. The, actually, this month, I think. Yeah, this month. It should be for that New Mexico game, right? Like that, yeah. in, just in time. Just yeah. in time for that New Mexico game. Yeah. As far as Oscar, I'm not sure if it's going to be the same time as Mikey or if it's going to be next, like, official semester in January. And then Jalen is just holding out right now trying to figure out what his deal is. Um, we're still, you know, going through that whole process. That, that's a long process. Come on, NCAA. Yeah. That's a whole long NCAA's process. got called out. Yeah, we got to be careful, too. He can't be saying anything that he's not allowed to be saying. <laughs> exactly. Vice versa for us, too. True. We got to watch it, too. So you guys had the, uh, what was it, the manager's game yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We played, uh, Mount St. Mary's. I was, Kyle, in, Kyle I was the honorary and honorary Mount St. Mary's manager. Really? Yesterday, you know. We lost by 10, but it was a good game. 11. A lot of fun. There's yeah. 11. Fine. 11? I don't have the picture. I can look here. Yeah, don't let that hold up the podcast. 11. It was, it's okay. I had six points. I shot 50% from deep. So Why'd they ask you? It's an air ball. I airballed one time. Yeah, still. Yeah, well, the other ones were on target. I had to airball. Why'd one. they ask you? Because they needed people. Yeah, well, but in our manager group chat. There's a lot of they were tall people out there. Not asking you. <laughs> no, I'm not athletic. In the manager group chat, Noah was like, hey, so they only have X amount of people. Do you have any friends that would want to play? And I happened to be in Kyle's room at the time, and I was like, Kyle, play with Mount St. Mary's managers. Was like, okay. yeah. I would also like to point out that we cut the lead to 10 with two minutes left after they were up 19. Really? Yeah, shout out to Noah turning the ball over like five times. Why was he on the floor? Well, we didn't really have... Come on, yeah. Travis. Travis had a better game than Noah did. It's true. Travis came up with a... Travis had like three. 10 rebounds. Five. Yeah. He <laughs> had a big three. He did. He had like 10 rebounds in that first half, though. Yeah. I'm it's crazy. Cool shots in Kyle's eyes, so... What are you going to do? You can only contest so much. Big dog eats, right? Oh, yeah. For sure. And they eat like kings. See, you eat Chick-fil-A. He eats Chick-fil-A. He had Chick-fil-A last night. Yeah, but look how more built he is compared the to roommate. you. So he's taller than I am. Well, yeah, you need size to, in order to be a basketball player. Wow, that's hurtful. I'll take you any day. Don't tell week, Nate yeah. Robinson that, but you need size to be a basketball player. Just took a big turn again. A little hurt. Hot takes. All right, so back to basketball. This is how you get the ratings. Yeah, basketball. So No, I'm asking a question. Oh. oh. Wow, you're, you're going you're gonna to take the leap of faith and believe in yourself? You're going to believe in yourself to ask a question? I've been asking all the questions for the first 15 minutes. Now you're going you're gonna to take a stab at it? 15 minutes, first of all. 13 minutes and 23 seconds. I, wow, that's a, that went fast. Okay. Time flies when you're having I fun. Ask Time flies when you're listening to your co-host ask all the questions. Now, here we go. Go ahead. No, this is, I don't like the pressure anymore. Enlighten us. So let's talk about the uh, game on Saturday. Purdue-Fort Wayne. Black Summit League Challenge. Not not the way it should have turned out probably there. That was more devastating than Davenport, you could say. I don't right? think anything is more devastating than Davenport. I so that Granted, they played pretty well. Davenport played pretty well. So I don't think there's much of an excuse. Fort Wayne was, yeah, Fort Wayne was a tough game. Couldn't click. Couldn't figure it out. We, I mean, we've done this all year where we play in spurts. Then we have a bad possession that spirals into two bad possessions to four bad possessions. Then we get a bucket. Then we go back and... 
give up three easy points stuff like that so I think a big thing this year is just trying to get out of our funk in that sense of having several bad possessions in a row and just buying in and just grinding out every possession not worrying about you know if the ball going to go in if we're going to get a steal if we're going to get a block just trust in the process and the things that coaches implemented for that specific game and then riding it out at the end of the day. So all we really want is just for them to go out there and play hard and do what they got to do to grind out a win. So. And I think I said this on uh, last week's show, Kyle. Like A lot of these games, they should be able to win. They should be winning some of these games. Yeah. This was one of those games. You look like at the schedule going into the season, and you're thinking, all right, at this point, you're probably 6-3. and three. Yeah. At this point, because, you know, you expect Illinois to come in and you give them a good game, but you expect kind of at the beginning of the year from a fan standpoint, okay, are we going to win that game? We can. It's possible. It's going to be a good one because we're going to come out and we're going to play well like they did. Just couldn't come away with it. Then San Diego State, you expect to be a little bit closer when you see that game on the schedule. San Diego State, great team, should be in the top 25 at this point in the season. He's probably going to go win the Mountain West or at least compete with Utah State in the Mountain West and Nevada. And then you expect maybe one loss in the Virgin Islands and not necessarily to Valpo, but you also expect to beat Fordham after that first game. You expect to beat Fordham. Davenport, uh, Fordham, and then this last one. Oh, yeah, forget about Davenport. You expect to beat the yeah. crap out of Davenport. But Are we allowed to say crap on this podcast? <laughs> we can go back You're and edit out. that out later. You expect to beat Davenport. There you go. You can edit that in. Thank you. Way, way to be uh, heads up there. Way to adjust, kid. All right. I got to adjust on the fly. No, but I think I was saying on, on last week's episode that, like, those are games, like, like you mentioned, at the beginning of the season, like, you think we'd be 6-3. and three. At this point, five and like, four, yeah. maybe at the worst. Into this week's matchup against these teams, you mentioned like obviously like Chicago State in January, Seattle. We start whack play. Those are games that you feel like you should win, but at the same time, given the slow start, none of these games are like for sure wins anymore. Like it, it seems nothing, like every like obviously guaranteed. any team could win on any given day, but at the, the end of the year, you the whack at the top. Games. What is it? It's Seattle, Utah Valley, and New Mexico State all right. tied at four Correct. and four right now. Now granted New Mexico State missing two starters, but still four and four. Go UTEP by the way tonight. They play UTEP, I saw. Again for the second time. UTEP beat them once, so go Miners. Nineteen sixty six national champion. Something like that. Question mark. Go watch the movie. Go watch Glory Road. <laughs> and then looking ahead, I guess, you know, tonight, Mount St. Mary's at home, GCU Arena, the team's 30 minutes from my house. Yeah, they're a solid team. They're solid, but they've also been a little inconsistent at times this year. Yeah, they were up so depending Georgetown and Blue Opening night. 12. Lost by 12 to Georgetown. They went to Kentucky and only lost by 20, I say. Only because it's Kentucky, and you expect Kentucky to win that yeah. game by 40, probably. But you go into a hostile eight, uh, Rupp Arena in Lexington, and they just come off a win against Utah Valley at home by three. I heard that was a good game was as well against Utah Valley. So it's going to be an interesting one tonight, and then look ahead to Sunday, Colangelo Classic. Talking Stick Resort Arena. Phoenix, Arizona on ESPNU. In the heart of Phoenix. Downtown Phoenix. At 4.30 p.m., catch the nightcap, Liberty University. ESPN3? You. You. ESPN. It's actually on TV. My bad. That's on me. It's actually on TV. We get we get one ESPNU. No, we get two. We get two ESPNU games well, a year. we get one for sure. The second one's always the <laughs> WAC championship. Is, yeah, second one's up for grabs that we, we just... And we've made it the last two years. Exactly. Right? We've yeah. gotten to the last two years. We have. I mean, honestly, though, they should probably... ESPN should pick up the New Mexico State game. 
College Game Day wants to do a game out here, so I'm just going to throw that out there. That'd ESPN be fun. College Game Day? ESPN College Game Day wants to do a they, – they loved us when they when the Final Four was here in 2017, and they had the – what was it, the dunk contest and the three-point shootout here, skills yeah. contest, whatever it was, like a mini all-star weekend, I guess. Oh, yeah. Wayne Russell almost won that for the Lopes. I would have been He was in the final. I don't know who beat him. I know it wasn't uh, any of the Duke guys that were in it. All right, so, like, all bias aside here, that's, like, uh, I think one of the biggest arguments made. Like, a lot of people who – noticed GCU we're still kind of like an up-and-coming school like sure. we're a lot bigger than we were two years ago but we're still getting there but like there's still a lot of people ask me what's Grand Canyon University exactly but, but, but like out there. a lot of people who see it are like oh this is the toughest place to play in college basketball like there's some players who are in the Top NBA five. right now who, who say this is one of the toughest places to play and other people who like go to Clemson or Kentucky they're like hell no I don't I'll think we can say that yeah, on this podcast. I'll edit that one out later, too. My bad. God, we're really jumping off the rails. <laughs> Today is not our best day. I'm sorry, Ethan. It's all right. Man. You couldn't have sorry. saved this for a normal show. We have Ethan on the show today. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Things no. are so unprofessional. <laughs> this is the number one podcast network for professionals. <laughs> well, we're no, getting there. <laughs> you just mentioned it. Top five schools. What do you think is the, the, the toughest place to play in college basketball? Because I don't think GCU necessarily is. I mean, I think we have a much smaller arena compared to It's a smaller arena, but, you know, you look at it, it's not that much smaller than Cameron at Duke. Duke seats maybe almost 10, I think. And, I mean, a couple thousand people, Kyle. Well, That's a lot of people. It's not that much bigger if you go in there. It's not that big of an arena. It's not, like, compared to Kansas or Kentucky, but it's got to go probably it's got to go Duke, Kansas, GCU, Kentucky. Okay, apparently Cameron Indoor holds 9,300 people. See, and it's close. To, it's about, what is that, 1,200 more than us? Not even? Not even 18. 18, something like that? I can't do math off the top no, of my head. definitely right? not 18. Uh, we see 75 at max. Yeah, I think 18. So do the math. 18. 18. <laughs> We're going to go with 18. See, look at that. We can do math on this shit. <laughs> Podcast. We can do everything. We do everything. We do a little bit of everything here. We give ticks. We talk basketball. We curse every now and then. I didn't curse. <laughs> Throw that you said out the there. C word. I said crap. Oh, you said it again. <laughs> what? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> we are off purpose. the rail completely. Clean it up. Come on. The train has up. left Kyle. the rail. <laughs> you have one job. I had one job. I'm sorry. It's okay. So uh, I think we touched up on everything men's basketball. Can you talk about anything else? Yeah. Okay. So do you know any other knowledge besides other than men's basketball? basketball What's your, fa- what's your favorite sport on campus? No way to put me on Good the question. spot here. Good question. Don't screw it up. Um, I'm going to go with the women's volleyball. Women's volleyball, nice. Why? It's just fun to watch. Some girls can hit the cr- Grab the ball. Ah, he, see, we, we lowered him. He lowered to our level. We've all got he almost in. said something else. We hit the mess out of the ball. Hit the mess. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's mess out of the ball. Just, all right. Um, so that's impressive to watch. I mean, I, I'll have to email I like playing. I play intramural volleyball. Yeah, we do. I like I like playing in the middle because, you know, it's fun. Stuff them. Yeah, yeah I think that would be favorite sport with uh, probably baseball. Oh, uh, hey, you like baseball. Thank God. I was going to so, be like, baseball favorite, fan? Maybe? Favorite. Yeah, he loves baseball. Favorite moment from women's volleyball season? There are a lot of good ones. Or game that you went to. 26 regular season wins. 24. 24 and 6, my bad. There you go. Yeah. I always correct him. Favorite. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have a favorite moment just because they're all your favorite. No. Just because I just. I set you up. Don't remember. Oh, maybe when uh, 
playing in Antelope Gym and uh, Melody hit that one girl in the face. And it oh, yeah. Right, right in the kisser. Against I was on that one. That, was, that happened right in front of me. That was, right that was, was, pretty, that was pretty wild. That happened a couple times this year. I think Melody did it twice. Yeah. Or it might have been somebody else, but a lot of balls off the face. My favorite moment from women's volleyball season, it's not necessarily one of the higher points. I think they lost the game, actually. It was the Utah Valley. It was just one of those games, like it was right after Midnight Madness. And it was just very, very loud. Like, I, I was on the call with uh, Montana Lambton for that game. And they, they ended up losing the game 3-1, to one, but the Havocs, everybody was just on fire for that game. That, that was probably the loudest I thought the arena was for a women's volleyball game because a lot of people were there. It was like a men's basketball crowd, essentially. Mm, Close. Yes, it was Maybe like good. minus one or two sections. For, for, you know, women's volleyball playing in a 7,000-seat arena, and then let's look forward to baseball since you said baseball, too. Yeah. Most intriguing matchup. I know you've looked at the schedule. If not, pull it up on your phone right now. What's your most intriguing? Okay. That That's the most intriguing win. matchup. Or we don't we play ASU? We play right. Arizona State Twice. University. Well, it's ASU. Twice. Because it's ASU. Does Oklahoma State come here? Yes. Oh, cool. That's opening, oh, that's opening, opening weekend. That is Valentine's Day. It's, it's interesting. So, that's a, so it's Valentine's Day, February 14th. Baseball against Oklahoma State on opening night and men's volleyball against BYU inside GCU Arena. And then I think we play... So it looks like I'm working on Valentine's Day. Yes. <laughs> don't make any plans, Kyle. I know you don't have a girlfriend. Well... Shocker. I got some single friends, and we always go out, but... Sorry, ladies. I know you're not actually going to listen to this episode, but yeah, I've publicly apologized. It doesn't happen. I've publicly apologized. You never know who's listening. Even as my witness. Derek Jeter always used to say, you never know who's watching, so hustle. You, you never know who's listening. Derek so Jeter listens to our podcast? Yes. That's oh, confirmed. Big time. That, that could be fun. Big time. Shout out DJ. That is confirmed. Out of my I hate the Yankees. <laughs> I love Derek Jeter. <laughs> what a guy. No, but ASU on uh, the 14th? Of April. 14th of April. No, that's softball. What? No, that is softball. The so 20th. 20, Tuesday the 20th. No, 21st. 21st. 21st is, is, is baseball. 14th is softball. And when do we March play them in Tempe? March. <laughs> See, I think that's no, the game we're going to. Too. Early April. Oh, that's true. We can make a little road trip out there. Yeah. We can we can make some content. I have 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> We, we could get credentialed. We maybe, maybe Lucille's. Yeah. Ooh, Lucille's barbecue. And then go to the baseball game. Look at that. I'm making a plan right now. No, no place. Since basketball will be long over by then because the NCAA tournament will have ended. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what if we're at make a Cinderella run? All right. It oh. still would have been over by the time we play ASU in Tempe. <laughs> the after national championship Monday. Oh. Actually, it might be the Tuesday after national championship Monday. So that worked out well. True. As long as we're not in the national championship game because then you would travel back on Tuesday. Could be fun. We'll get there when we get there. Let's let, the, let's let the future Jack, Kyle, and Ethan decide what's going to happen. Oh, great. That's a question for hey, future Our predictions Jack have been spot on pretty much. Yeah, they have. At least mine have. Um, not really for women's basketball, though. Again, they had a rough uh, road trip. They're not home at all these next few weeks. Uh, they go break. to Portland this weekend to play Portland and Portland State. Yeah, they have a long weekend. they'll get the week off game. and play Monday the 16th at home against UNLV before they play on the 22nd against Whittier. I have no idea where that is. California. Oh. It is California. Well, that's where it is, folks. California. I'd like to point out and give a shout-out to Kyle um, because he knows his schedule for – men's basketball better than I do. Literally, the other day... You're going to admit that on the show when yeah, everybody's you know, going to listen to this? You know, honestly, I just... Sometimes he just asks me if we have a game. Yeah, I'm like, what time do we play? I asked him yesterday what time we play on Sunday because I don't know what time we play. What time do you guys have to be there? 
on Sunday? Or like, just for a game in general? Well, usually, so tips at 7. I usually get there at 3. Um, it's about four hours, roughly. Yeah, I do a bunch of miscellaneous stuff, so equipment, getting the balls ready. Sometimes I go on the court and shoot for a little bit, get pregame meal, um, and then guys will start coming out probably around about 4.30, 4.15, 4.30, guys will start coming out, working out, getting shots up. Slowly they just start to trickle out. And then when the clock starts, um, clock starts at 90, and then at 68 minutes is when they stretch as a team. And then we split up into uh, guards and bigs. Coach Chu does the guards, and then Coach Krev does the bigs. It's Coach Krev alone, oh. for those of you that don't know who Coach Krev is. Coach Isaac Chu. Um, and then they do their own workouts for things like eight minutes. Why are you looking at me that? I don't know. No, I'm just thinking. <laughs> um, about eight or ten minutes each. And then go into the locker room, come back out, get some more shots up, closeouts, go back into the locker room, layups for like a minute, two minutes. Wow, that was like the entire lead up. That, that was like his, uh, what do you call our, our like game prep, our rundown? He just gave us the entire rundown. He did, that's yeah. the pregame script right there. So this, this will be my last question because we got to wrap this up. i got to be at work in 10 minutes. He's got to go to class. class yeah. one. Cool. Wow. See, we're all busy people. I'm not actually until no. 5.30, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all know now. Kyle's a loser. So. Last question, though, Ethan. That's the guy that overslept. Oh, uh, yeah. That was two weeks ago. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. And then kept me waiting the other day. Believe in the process. Ethan, have you ever sat next to Dan during a game? During a game. Great I question. Behind him. How's 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 the energy like that close? Scary. It's intense. That's the word I would use. It's very intense. I don't know if a lot of people watch the games on TV, but he sweats through his shirts yeah, a lot. We know. So it just he's an intense guy. Just all the time. That's what you love to see. Exactly. He's got that passion, that fire. So a lot of times he's just, just super intense. Always, usually always on his feet. And that is why when Coach Marley is the man for the job. And men's basketball, of course, looking to get back on track. When's their next game? Tonight. 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 You're the schedule, man. <laughs> Mount St. Mary's. Mount St. Mary's. 30 minutes from your house in Maryland. Go Mountaineers. Yeah, no one cares. You're, you're cheering for the Mountaineers, huh? Nope. He might. He just said it. I, well, yeah, to say their mascot. I also said Go Lobos two weeks ago on the podcast. Yeah, you did. And I'm cheering for New so Mexico. So, Ethan, after this experience, will you be back? Oh, yeah, for were, sure. were we good interviewers? Were we good journalists? Yeah, I'll be back whenever you want. I'll be back next week if you really want. Thank you to Ethan for coming on the show. This was Believe in GC alongside Kyle Borg and Ethan Cisneros. I'm Jack O'Hara saying have a great rest of your week. And as always, Lopes up. Go Lopes. You Go didn't Lopes. do it right. It works. I gave that would have worked. It's the same thing. And uh, with that being said, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Signed. Sealed. And delivered. I'm your.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.